This is Gemara Subistav Chav Ches. We're holding on the very bottom of Chavzayin Melbeis at the Mishnah Emir Tzashem, finishing this wonderful second parak today. Says the Mishnah on the bottom of Chavzayin Melbeis. Oimer Omer Rav Zacharia Ben Aksav. Starting off with the name, says Rav Zacharia Ben Aksav, giving edus about his own wife. That what happened? There was a siege in Yushalayim. Says Rav Zacharia Ben Aksav, Hamoyin Azeh, which Rashi points out is a lotion of a shvua. He makes a shvua by this dwelling. My, what, her, my wife's hand and I'll leave my hand from the moment they came to Jerusalem until they left basically he's giving testimony that his wife is Kishira and Tahira and the Goyim didn't do anything to her they said you cannot give testimony about yourself Says the Gemara, and that's going to be obviously the point of discussion for much of today. Tana, we learned in the Mishnah of Ava Bikain, and even though, and even though Rav Zechariah ben Aksav did not have an amonis about his wife, and therefore he was usher to sleep and be together with his wife, still Yachil he set aside a house for her in his own chaser. When she would ever go out, she would go out before the children. When she would come into the house, the kids were coming first. Basically, for the reason is, in order to ensure that she was never alone with her husband, we call it ex-husband at some level, so she always made sure that the kids were there before her, and they would never be alone together. But it says the Gemara, Baya, Baya, two lines on the bottom. Ma'ulas begrusha, what you just said. Now you're allowed, you're in one chutzer, you're in a house in the chutzer, and the kids are there always before her. You're allowed to do that with a grusha. Ma'ulas is grusha, Cain. Are you allowed to do the grusha? What's the Shiloh? Is this a special leniency amongst all the leniencies we've seen about a Shriya, someone who's captured? So we'll allow them to live at some level together as long as the kids are there. There's no difference and the same thing will happen with a Grusha of a Kayin divorced his wife. He'll also be allowed to live in the same and the same chutzer, as Rashi in the last line points out, and we're going to see in a moment what exactly is the problem. Rashi points out the next Rashi. You know why? Because we're worried that because they're familiar, they were married, they might come to Avera, they might come to be together again, which is also because they are divorced. Says the Gemara, let's bring a Raya. When someone divorced his wife, he's not allowed to stay married. They're not allowed to stay living in the same neighborhood as we turn over to if they're a Kayin, you're not allowed to live in the same Mavoy even before she gets remarried. But if it's a small village, that was the story of Amr Kfarkotan. It's like considered one neighborhood. And therefore, a woman that gets remarried, you're not allowed to be in the same small village as the ex husband. But what do we see? We see that you're not allowed to be in the same courtyard. So that is a Bayashaila. What was a Bayashaila? You gotta be in the same courtyard by a Grusha, says the Bryce explicitly. No! Says the Gemara, me me. Who has to leave? Does the husband have to leave or the ex husband, ex wife? Who has to be the one to move out? Tashima says the Gemara, the Tanya says in the Brisa, she is displaced, is pushed away from him. He's not. And if she owns the Chatzar, then he is pushed away. 
But before we can draw conclusions, what do we do if they both own in the chater? If it is chater and we're saying that she has to leave, she does obvious. We're dealing with it, even though it's her chater, can't be. But we learned in the previous rice, so what is the case that the wife is pushed away that she has to leave? By process of elimination, says, the Gemara, the case must be in the case they're referring to that they both own in the Chatzar and that is the case that the woman loses and the woman has to be the one to move out. Says the Gemara, how do you know? Dilma, the Agir Mager. Maybe we're dealing with the no one owns. You wanted to know, does she own? Does he own? It must be they both own. No, maybe no one owns. Maybe they both rent. So says the Gemara, my Maisa. What is the maskana? Who has to leave the husband and wife? An interesting answer says the Gemara Tashima. About ten lines down, first one on the line is Havi Allah. Says in the Pasik that Bashem is wandering the wandering of a gover, of a man, a Pasik in Yeshaya. Vama Rav and Rav explains Taltule de Gavra Koshimid Issa. Interesting psychology, the wandering of a man is harder than a woman. And therefore, when we have a Shailah who should be the one to leave, she has to be the one to leave, because she will be able to cope with it. Better. Tanu Rabbanan, beginning a new topic, says the Gemara, we started with a Kayin divorcing his wife, living together in one courtyard, etc. What do we do now if someone owes the other one money? If the Kayin borrowed from his wife from her father's estate, again, the Mavar Shemir explained doesn't have to be specifically from her father's estate, but that's usually the general case that a woman has her own money, the Nechsei Malug money. So if while they were married, the husband borrowed from his wife money, and now they're divorced, he, the ex-husband, is not going to go to his ex-wife to collect the money, rather he has to send a shliach to do it. Why? For the same reason they can't live in one chatzar. We're worried if he's going to come and start schmoozing with her, they might come to be intimate together, which is aser. Amr Ashishas vi asli on the dina. And if the Kayin and the Grusha come in front of us for a court case. We don't, we don't, uh, we don't get involved with them. Why? Because why are the two of them coming together? We just said they should not have anything to do with each other. So if they both walk into beds and we say, we're not dealing with you, there's obviously something going on over here, and we don't want to deal with that case. says, no, we don't just not deal with them. We put them in the way, excommunicate them. We don't just excommunicate them, we give them malchus. Because what are you doing? You're divorced. Why are you hanging out with each other? Why are you walking into beds and together? Must be there's something going on. We give them malchus, we excommunicate them. And Amr we give them Malkus. Amr Tana, we learned in the Mishnah. Ba'avel Rabbaisi. That's the name of a Brice. The Brice and Avel Rabbaisi. Ba'med Varma Murjan and Skarshamin on his two in. This is only if they were fully married. They had his two in. Avelis Yarshamin Eirisin. No big deal. Nefrasai Deatzma. You're allowed to go collect money from your ex engaged wife, we'll call it. Why? She'ain Libai Gaspa. Since they never actually lived together, the not so familiar with each other. And therefore, they, we don't have the same level of concern. When it was a husband and wife, they slept together, they lived together. Then we're nervous. You go collect your money from her. Then we're nervous. They come into Besden together. There must be something going on. They're being intimate with each other. But if they were just engaged, they just did Iris, and then there's no concern. Says the Gemara, Astoria, who are Rava. There was a gay, an engaged couple that came in front of a Rava. Again, not really engaged, but engaged in the Chazal's term of the word. Iris, Yasser, Vadu, Armasna, Kameh, Vadu, Armasna, was sitting 
in there, Oike Rabba Shluchi Bein Tayu. So Rabba put a Shliach between this ex-husband and wife, the ex-engaged couple. Amalei Ravadu Bar Mastav, Amalei Ravachman Tana Babel Rabasi. Ah, he learned that it's only when they're fully married. So why are you splitting them up? They're only engaged. Amalei Kachazin and Kagaisi Badadi. I see that they're getting a little bit too close. I see they're familiar with each other. And therefore, I decided to split them up and put a Shliach in between them. You can diami another way of learning this Brisa. Lo Iki Rabba Shliach Bein Tayu. What's that Rabba put a Shliach between them? So Arvad Ramak says, Rabba, why don't you give them a shliach? What do you mean? It's only when they got married and here they're only engaged. We see these couples a bit too familiar with each other. We must give them a shliach. We must separate them up. And that's how Allah is how we deal with a divorced couple, and these are actually very relevant, unfortunately, in how to deal with them. If they're allowed to live in the same city, if they're allowed to live in the same town, is a difficult point in halacha. Says the Gemara, now we're going to continue from the previous Mishnah we learned about what is a kosher aid. Now we're going to discuss similar cases. The following people are allowed to be made when they are a gadol, when they are an adult, about what? What they saw when they were a child, a 15-year-old kid comes into Besdin, and he says, when I was five, I saw X, Y, and Z, and we're going to see certain cases he's believed, certain cases he's not believed. Obviously, the Chedesh being that a Katan, generally anyone under the age of 13 for a man and 12 for a woman, or even more importantly, really you need Simone, Simone, you need Cyrus, etc., Usually is not believed. Says the Mishnah, which cases are yes believed? If person is believed to say, this is my father's handwriting, my Rebbe's handwriting, my brother's handwriting. The Gemara will explain what's the three Chedushim. Number, next set of cases. I remember a certain girl that she went out at a wedding and she went out with a veal, and her hair was down, meaning she was a Vesula. And I remember that there was a certain person leaving Yeshiva Litzbal to go to the Mikvah and he says I remember someone that got a Chuma at the granary this is the area of Pras. it's an area that a grave was plowed over until this area we used to walk in Shabbos meaning this is where the Tchum goes those are all cases that a Gadol is not meant to believe to talk about that he saw all these things when he was a Katan Aval there was a certain path over here. Or there was a certain spot where they would stand and eulogize in this place. And the basic difference is these last cases in the Mishnah are cases of mumminess, a monetary. You're giving someone a piece of land, you're giving someone a chazaka, then there is no namanus for someone to say they saw them when they were a cotton. Says the Gemara, Omar Ravuna Bridge of Yeshua, Fushish Kadal Imai. Don't get confused. You always need to aid him. So you have a second Gadol together with this Gadol testifying what he saw when he was a kid. Now the Gemara says the first three cases. We said a kid is, not the kid, again. The Gadol is testifying that which he saw when he was a child. On the handwriting of three people we said in the Mishnah. We said father, Rebbe, brother. Explains the Gemara, the fourth white line, Yisricha, all three cases. He's always by the father. Maybe you don't have an Ammonus. If you only said the case of the Rebbe, because you have fear of your Rebbe, and therefore you are very meticulous 
and looking at the handwriting and it leaves a deep impression. Av love of law. Maybe your father's handwriting not as much. Vyashbi no honey tati father yarum rebi. Aviv the shiachabe you're always there for Rabbi the slave must say. Avlachov the last lay have the ha there's no fear. And you're not always by your brothers, so maybe you don't have an amonas. Aimaloi kamash malon that you have an amonas. Why? Why is this person believed to say that this is their handwriting? I remember seeing it when I was a kid, explains the Gemara. Kivon, and this is going to be the theme that's going to carry us all the way almost end of the parak. The Kiyom Shtaraz Midirabanon, Hemnuah Rabanon Bidirabanon. Since the whole entity of verifying and verifying a, not verifying, verifying a Shtaraz Adindirabanon, we believe one on Adindirabanon to give Eidos that which he saw when he was a cotton. Now we continue five lines to the bottom. Zachar Yisri of Lenny Shazve Enuma Reish Barua. He remembers about a certain Basula that the Chasna that she was a Basula, my time. Again, the same answer. Came the right Nasha Basula is because there's a Raiv. Raiv woman are Basula. Gili Milsa Baamu. Not the same answer. Incorrect. Not that. The next one will be the same answer. Here, the reason why they're believed because they're Raiv. Once it's a Raiv, you're just being Megali, you're just revealing the details. And therefore, that's why they are. That's why the kid is believed. Why are they believed? Ask the Gemara of Adoma Evid Kayinu. Maybe he's an Evid Kayin. And the rule is a Kayin's Evid is allowed to eat Shuma. So maybe that's why you saw him going. It says the Gemara, no, where did you see him? Look at the case. You saw him leaving Yeshiva to go to the mikvah to get Shuma. He's leaving Yeshiva. Messiah led Yeshiva and Levi, Dermot Yeshiva and Levi, Asr la Adam, Shiyalmer is Avdai Taira. So if you see the kid leaving Yeshiva, it's obviously not his Eved, and that's the reason why you're believed to say that he is a kosher person. Ask the Gemara of Eloi. You're not allowed to teach your Eved. Tayyir of Atani learned to the price of love of Yemenu Rabbi. Oisha Asai Rabbi Abba Chabbis. Let a borrow money. You make an Abba Chabbis. Oisha Niach Tfilin. Or you put on Tfilin Bivnei Rabbi. Oisha Karsha Jepsukim Bibisak and Nasses. If this person does any of these entities, Ha'arez Eliyaz Lecheros, he doesn't go to freedom. Says the Gemara, what do we see in this Brisa? He read We see clearly that Eved is learning, and you just told me Eved's not allowed to learn. Explains the Gemara, no, and I'm be three lines down. Also, the Ikre Eved Midaitoi. Here, the Eved read on his own. Kiamrinon to Kanoig be Minag Bonin that he treated him like a son. He taught him Tyre, not that the Eved just read a few Psukim. Therefore, that's the case of the Mishnah. That he taught him a tire, and therefore it's clearly not dealing with the case of an Eved. We continue the Gemara, five lines down. Why? In fact, the Gemara, the same question we just saw a minute ago. Maybe we're dealing with an Eved Kayin. Tenan command Amr, so explains the Gemara. The Mishnah is going according to the opinion that holds in Cholkin Chuma La Eved, Ella Im Kain Rabbi Imai. We do not give Chuma to an Eved unless his Rabbi, his master, is with him. And that is the reason why when you give Eidos, about a person by himself, he obviously wasn't an Evid, because if he was an Evid, the master would have been with him. Titania, where do we see this in Abraisa? In Chalkin Chuma La Evid, you don't give Chuma to a servant. Alonkin Rabbi, you might give Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, no, Yachlu Shemer, Kayin, I need to know Lee Bishvil Atmi. He's not a collector in his own, Evid, Kayin, I need to know Lee Bishvil Rabbi. So says the Gemara, therefore, that's the Rai on the Mishnah. If the person says that when I was a child, I saw this person going out and taking food on the garden and by the granary, He's believed. Why is he not an Evid? Because if he was an Evid, the master would have been with him. Explains the Gemara. And the place of Rabbi Yehuda, they would take an Evid 
And if they saw him eating chuma, they would, uh, excuse me, not an evidence, incorrect. They would take a person. If they see someone eating chuma, they would emile him, they would raise him up, and they would say, he's kosher, he's married, let him married into the kuna. So basically, those two opinions that we just saw, that Rabbi Yudas said, the only time you could give Eidos is if the master's there. Rabbi Yudas says, no, the guy is not on his own. They're based on the same opinion. According to Rabbi Yudas, since we're going to give him a believability on his own, therefore... Rav Yisi holds, we're not going to be malin, we're not going to assume that he's miyuchas, that he's genealogically fit, the fact that he ate chuma, why not? Because we give him anyways. Or it's going to Rav Yudah, since we only give the Evid if his master's with him, therefore we'll know that if he's kosher, therefore we are malin, liyochsin, based on this fact. Says the Gemara, Tanya, we learned in Ebraisa, Omer of Allah, Rav Yisi, miyomai, my entire life, lo yaadeti bamach, lo yaadzi, I never gave Eidos, that I saw someone eating chuma. But, and you know what happened? I gave Eidos. I saw this guy eating chuma. And then, based on my words, they took an Evid, a slave, and they assumed that he was Kayin. What? Are you telling me that the Heli of Lazarus yes, he did something that resulted in such a travesty? How could that be? The animals of as we know very famously from the story of Rabbi Nechaz ben Yair, that Hashem ensures that even the animals of a great person doesn't do a, make a mistake. So what's going on over here? You know what's going on? Is he wanted, Rav Lazar, Rav Yossi gave testimony, they were about to bring up this person to Kuna, Alpi, and then, excuse me, they, incorrect, go back, one more time. That's the case. But now the Gemara is bothered. How did this story happen? So the Gemara explains, you know what happened? He saw the person getting the stuff in the place of Rabbi Yaisi, which were much more makal. And then he went and gave Eidos in the place of Rabbi Yehuda. And that's the reason why they almost took this Evan and were mal in the Kuna of Abar Hashem. There was no Takala that created from such a great person. Continues the Gemara of Shamakum Azeb Beisabrasu, and the person has an amonis to say that the place is a Beisabras. My time of Beisabras, the Rav Anan, Tam Rav Yudam Rashmoam, and Afech on the Beisabras. I look to go to a Beisabras, an area which was plowed over graves. You could blow. We assume that when you blow, you remove any fragments of dead dust or dead bones and uh, hair or whatnot. Then you let it walk in there. We assume that you're kosher and you're tar. Rav Yudam Rav Ami Mishmid Rav Yudam Rav Beisabras and Nidish Tar. My time. Oh, what's the reason that it's tar? Because if it's Nidish, if people walk there, then we assume that everything that was there was crushed up very small, and therefore it does not transmit Tuma anymore. And again, this is all just showing off of the din that it's a din der Abanan, and that's why this person has the believability to say that he saw this when he was a cotton. We continue until this place used to go on Shabbos. Why? Very, very large. Whether it's Chum is indeed der Abanan or not, different days in the Shulchan Aruch. But that is the reason why over here he's believed. He's not believed for which cases? To say that there was a path over here. Similarly, he's not believed that this was an area that this person used to give eulogies. Basically, he's not believed to give a person a piece of land. Because they're monetary cases. We do not give money based on the testimony of someone that he only saw when he was a katan. Explains the Gemara, Tanura, more cases. 
My father told me, He's believed to say such a thing. What does that mean? What a family is hard. It makes no sense. You're believed to say that. Case number one. Case number two. And number two, he's believed to say, that I ate ktsasa. We'll see what that means. When did I eat at the marriage of the daughter of so-and-so? And they would bring chalo and other, other of the matanais kahuna to a certain person who was a kain. Again, you're believed in all these entities which are dinah But says the Gemara, when you believe, only if this guy himself was the one, if you were the one as a kid, you brought the chalo to the kain. You brought this chumah to this person. And now you're saying, when I was seven, I dropped off Chalo by this Kayin, then you're believed, but not just to say that you saw it. Continues the price of In all of these cases, if they were a Goyin, they became a Ger, if they were an Evan, they became freed. And then they're giving Eidos, meaning, not like we're discussing the whole time that a Godol is giving Eidos of what he saw when he was a child. No! If now we have a Yid giving Eidos based on what he saw when he was a Gari, or we have a free man giving Eidos based on what he saw when he was an Eved, Eid Naman is not the same Alacha, they are not believed. And similarly, even the kids are not, not the kids, the adults, based on what they saw when they were a kid, are not believed. Rav Yechlem and Breikaimer Namanim in this last case, seemingly they are believed. Rav Yechlem and Breikaimer, aha, which case is Rav Yechlem and Breikaimer arguing and saying they're believed? which it sounds like how could Yechel and Breika say that you're believed to say oh I remember there's a plath going right through that house so we're going to take money away based on the ages of a child in all the cases we have a Jew that's saying when I was a guy I saw X we have a free man saying when I was a slave I saw X says the price you're not believed on that case of Yechel and Breika why? Says Tanakama, you are a guy. So you're not going to be medayik in what you saw. It's true, you're a kid now. You're a beautiful, wonderful person. You're a megayer. But we don't believe you that you remember and you were medayik what you saw as a guy. No, you know why? You're already thinking about being megayer. You're going to be medayik. Fascinating. We close off the parak. Says the Gemara, Mike Tzatzel, what was his Tzatzel that he remembered eating at the Chasana? How do you do Kitsatsa? One of the brothers marries a woman that was which is not fit. What happens? The members of the family come. You know what they do? They bring a barrel full of fruit. They smash it in the middle of the road. They say, My brother is Klai Yisrael. Listen. Our brother married a woman who's not fit for him. And we are afraid. He's going to mess up our genealogically. He's mess up our yichos. Come and take yourself a dogma. Take a token. Take some fruit from this barrel that we just broke. So that we ensure that our family remains kosher after the brother went and married off. We want everyone to remember. And that was the that the child remembers happening quite a scene in order to ensure that the yichos 
was correct. As Rashi says, what is the dogma? Fascinating, fabulous parak of the second parak of Ksubis. So many Yisaitis in this parak. We should do a Chazara. There's no way to remember without a wonderful Chazara. And we should learn many more Prakim and Mesechtes together as we'll embark in Mir Tzashem on the third parak of Ksubis. Bisiyata Dishmayah.